Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Let's lift our hands across the building one more time. Thank him for the love that he's had. Come out, life, life changing love. It'll change your life. It'll change who you are. Praise God. Blessed be your name, Jesus. We love you, Lord. Thank you for that love. 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 Thank you for that love, Jesus. Praise God. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Well, I'm thankful that the Lord can love us and love us just like we are, but love us too much to leave us that way. I'm glad that I'm glad He changes lives. Not just He don't just paint over a life, He, he changes it. He, he don't just paint over the old. He fixes the old or he washes the old away. He don't just, he's not just here to cover up. He's here to wash away. He said, I make all things new. I want to be made new. I wanted a new way of living, a new way of loving people, a new way of existing in this world. And, and the only way I found it was with Jesus. Oh, how he loves us. I appreciate our music and our choir today. Let's give them a hand. I'm thankful that they can step in and lead us in worship and into the presence of the Lord like they did this morning. Praise God. I won't be very long, I don't think, today, but I felt like I wanted to say something to the church and just encourage us for the times that we live in felt like uh, the Lord led me to something. I'm just going to share it with you. Psalm 27, if you have your Bibles and you want to turn, Psalm 27, this morning, verses 13 and 14. Again, I want to say it's good to see everyone in the house of the Lord. Appreciate our visitors. Brother Frank's good to see you, man. Been out of town working and stuff, and I'm glad he's home. Sister Raquel, I'm glad to see you guys this morning. Love you all. Love all of you. Appreciate that. Psalm 27, 13, a psalm of David. He said, I had fainted. This was his closing thoughts on this song, this psalm. I had fainted unless I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait on the Lord. Be of good courage. and He shall strengthen thine heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. I want to preach on this thought for just a few moments. I believe I'll wait on the Lord. Let's pray for the lesson this morning. Lord, we love you and thank you for your word. What a presence we felt today, that love and mercy. Now, God, let our hearts be good ground for the word of God. 
Let it encourage us, teach us, lead us, train us, make our lives better. Let it accomplish what it sets out to do. We'll praise you for all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Give him a hand clap and a shout of praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Boy, it feels good to lift your voice in the house of the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. Glory to his name. You can be seated this morning. Thank you again for being in the house of the Lord. The word wait in verse 14 is means to expect, to patiently tarry or wait for, on, or upon. Wait on the Lord. Expect something from God, but do it patiently. In your patience you possess your soul, the scripture says. Tarry, just like he said, tarry in Jerusalem until you be endued with power from on high. Oh, what a time they were living in. Uh, so... Uh, many positive things within so many things that were uncertain. They were crushed at the sight of Jesus on the cross. They were ecstatic at the sight of his resurrected form and then maybe a little in despair as they watched him ascend out of sight. But he said, Terry, in a time of uncertainty and a time of unrest where people still didn't want you, even though he was gone, they did not want you talking about Jesus. They surely didn't want you talking about a resurrected Savior. And so about 120 or so saints of God gathered together in an upper room and tarried, and God filled them with the Holy Ghost. They were endued with power from on high. You know, sometimes no matter how things look, it'll always be best if you just make up your mind and say, I believe, I'll wait on the Lord. Mm. David had wrote this psalm and, and uh these closing thoughts just grabbed me today. I had fainted. And let him just talking about swooning and falling out, but this was, uh, I had fainted. I had my, the things that kept me going. I was, I was going to lose my substance. I was going to just cease to be unless I had believed God. I didn't mean to trap you right there, but everybody went, yeah, I'm going to have to mess with you for a second. We can't simply believe in God. He said, I had to believe to see the goodness. I had to believe that I would see something. I was going, it wasn't enough for him to just say, I believe in God. We must also believe to see the goodness of the Lord in this land. He said, in the middle of everything I'm at, I want you to think about David's life. Yeah, he was anointed, he was king, and he had some victories, but he had a lot of heartache. And even the Lord told him, there's going to be a lot of trouble in your house because of what, what you did uh, in the, with the Uriah the Hittite and, and, and things. You're going to have some trouble. And we know that even his children betrayed him and, and, and different things came to his house. He had a lot of unrest, but he said, that would have been the end of me unless I could have believed to see the goodness of God, the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. While I'm still breathing, I've got to believe that God is going to come through. It ain't got no problem believing there's a God, but what do you believe about him? What do you believe he will do? Because David said, it's not just me believing in God. 
that's keeping me alive. It's believing that I'm going to see his hand, that I'm going to see him work. Let me tell you, God's people will see God work. God is not hiding himself. God is not trying to deceive us. He's not the author of confusion. And in a land where it seems like everything is in upheaval, God will show himself strong. God's going to prove who he is. And let me tell you, we would all be ready to give up and throw in the towel if we could not believe that we will see God move for his church. I believe I'm going to see him move in this day. I'm going to see him move in this hour. I'm going to see the church do greater things than they've ever done before. Sure, I believe in God. But the devils also believe and tremble. I don't want to be on that same theological level. I want to be on a place where I can say, I know God will move. That God will do what he said he will do. That God is a healer and a provider. That God is a savior. Come on, somebody. I want to believe in the Lord. Well, Hebrews, the book of faith, that chapter of faith, you know, we read about Hebrews eleven six says this, but without faith it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, well, that's belief in God, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. You're going to have to believe that God's going to do something. There is a, a must here that makes the miracle. You must believe that there's a God, but you must also believe that he's going to do on behalf of his people. I know that it looks crazy today. I know that our world is upside down, but that's not going to stop God. It's not going to stop the church of the living God. Did Jesus not say, upon this rock I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it? God still going, hey, I know uh, we could... Just choose to do a lot of things. But honey, I believe I'll wait on the Lord. Some people say, well, I believe I'll bail out. I believe I'll do this. I believe I'll do that. Well, I believe I'll just wait on the Lord. Because when I have my expectation in him, honey, it don't never fail. God don't let you down. God's going to take care of you. Mm, I don't know if I can get you. I don't know if I can get you here. Come on. I believe in God. That's great. Well, now, what do you believe about him? Do you believe he's in control or do you believe he's lost his touch? Do you believe he'll come through or, or do you believe he just don't care no more? Do you believe he's going to make a way or do you believe this is just the end? What do you believe about him? See, David, when we back up and look at the beginning of this chapter, David said in the first four verses, the Lord is my light and he's my salvation. Whom shall I fear? Do you ever wake up and, and just say that? No, you don't. But do you know that in your heart? When you read that, do you say, you know what? This don't just apply to David's psalm. This applies to me. I, the Lord is my light. He's my light. Ooh, it's getting dark. That's okay. The Lord is my light. And he's my salvation. And let me tell you, there might be a lot of people that try to rescue somebody and fail, but God don't never fail. When God is your salvation, you're going to come out on top. God knows how to save to the utmost. God knows how to get you out of the darkest, deepest, worst pit you've ever been in. God knows how to keep you in this world. 
He knows what's going on in the world. But let me tell you, I'm not going to quit praying. I'm not going to keep quit seeking God. I just believe I'll wait on him. Because God's going to come through. God's going to make a way where it seems like there's no way. Stand still, Moses said. See the salvation of the Lord. Just, oh, quit ready to throw in the towel already. He didn't call you out, bring you right here just to let you die. So he opens up a way in the middle of the Red Sea. Let me tell you, when God says he'll do something, he'll do it. You can expect it. You can believe a lot of things, but I believe the Lord. So he said, the Lord is my light and he's my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, oh, now we jump on when they sing this in the choir. When the wicked, even mine enemies and my foes came upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and fell. Though a host should encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war should rise against me, in this will I be confident. He had confidence in God. Oh, I had fainted, not unless I believed in God, unless I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. We're still in the land of the living. There might be a lot of wicked things going on, but it's still the land of the living, and God is still doing good things. Hello. People still getting the Holy You know, somewhere right now, somebody's praying through the Holy Ghost. Right now, somewhere, maybe in another country, there's 10, 15, 20, 100 people standing in a muddy river somewhere, and they baptized them in Jesus' name. Somewhere, there's a, a broken leg getting fixed, a crooked back made straight, blinded eyes are being opened. Might be a dead man coming out of the grave somewhere, because God's still doing good things in the land of the living. Don't let the world and the news and the media paint such a dark picture that you can't see the light of God. He is my light and the world can't put him out. What you going to do, church? I believe I'll wait on the Lord. God's going to come through. When David made these statements about God and what he would do, then he says, one thing I have desired of the Lord and that will I seek after that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. Behold the beauty of the Lord and inquire in his temple. Don't let trouble kill your desire for the house of God. Don't let perilous times kill your desire for the Lord and for his beauty and for his house. Oh, so many people are staying away from the house. Fear's got them. And I understand sometimes people are sick and they can't be here. I, I get it. But listen, a lot of people are simply making the choice not to come back to God's house. And friend, it's going to work against them because we need his presence. We need, oh, I, I know you can feel his presence outside church. Anybody that knows me knows I know that. I've said that before. Anybody that's ever experienced the Lord knows you can have prayer meeting in your car. But you ain't going to survive off prayer meeting in your car. You need the fellowship of the saints. The Bible says for us not to forsake the assembling of ourselves together. It says the manner of some is, especially as we see the day approaching. I don't want to cut out. Oh, I said something about David earlier. People say, I want to be like David. I want to worship like David and kill giants like David. Then you better go to his house like David. (laughs) Let me tell you where David learned a lot of his things. 
He learned a lot of it out there in the pasture. But he said, but in the, in the sanctuary is where I've seen your power. In the sanctuary is where I've seen your glory. I want to make sure that I don't let troubled times kill my desire from the house of God. I'm going to stick with Jesus. I know where my help comes from. If I, and so what David said, if I, if I stop believing that God's going to come through, well, if I stop believing, ain't that I stop believing in God, I just don't believe he'll come through anymore. You hear, say that to yourself and then think, boy, that don't work. That, that can't, that, that, that's broke. That don't work. It don't play right. It don't sound right. How can you believe in God and then not believe he's going to come through? I've got to believe he's going to come through. I know 2020 has been rough, but it's still the land of the living. Don't give up on the miracle working power of God in the church. Don't forget about the love that he has for his people. You've got to believe God. The Bible says so. You must believe God that he is. That he's what? That he's everything you need. But you've also got to believe that he will reward when you diligently seek after him. I said it in the first service. The church, we ain't quite got where, we're, where we need to be yet. Are we on the right path? Are we on the right journey? But let me tell you, there's some things that we've yet to see. And it ain't because God's lacking. It's because we haven't got there yet. But when we really start seeking God and turn our face to him, let me tell you, God's going to do the miraculous like you have never seen. There's things going to happen that you can't imagine. Things that, oh, I heard about that, but I never thought I'd see it. Well, you did. You know why? Because you sought him anyway. I believe I just wait on the Lord. People waiting on this to work and that to work. God's what works. I'm going to wait on the Lord. I'm going to wait on him. Believe that you will see the goodness of the Lord. Choose to see the goodness of the Lord. You know, every day, God's good. All the time. Really, all the time. That's, that's right, ain't it, Sister Bibby? God's good all the time. Praise God. I can't wait till we get to heaven. And somebody says, man, God's good. And way off on the back corner where somebody's going to say, all the time. I can't wait. I can't wait. I don't say, that's one of my sheep right there. <laughs> Praise God. God's good all the time. When you choose to see the goodness of the Lord, you will not faint. You know why people made it and why people make it? It's not just because they believe in God. It's because they knew that he would come through. Wasn't wondering that he would come through. Knew he would come through. God. Mm. How can I believe in him and believe that he won't work on my behalf? How can I believe? If I, I'd have to take out over half the book uh, for that to happen. Uh, you know, because from the beginning, uh, God was creating and God was blessing and God was ordering steps of his people and coming through for his people and delivering his people and taking care of his people and feeding his people and clothing his people and raising his people up and healing his people. God has always been doing it. I just believe I wait on the Lord. Oh, this world's getting bad. We need to do this. We need to do that. I believe I wait on God. He, why God? Because he ain't never failed me yet. God ain't never made a mistake. God ain't never left me hanging out to dry. God's always coming through. And when I can believe that he will come through, 
Well, Isaiah said it like this. Isaiah 40, 31. You know what it says. But they that wait, same word, same meaning. But they that wait upon the Lord have an expectation. They expect the Lord to be the Lord. Because he said, I am the Lord, I change not. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They go into a new height. They're going to see things different. They got a new perspective. Let me tell you, they shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk, and they will not faint. I'm telling you, it's over and over again. We've got to believe that God is good all the time, that he's still doing good things every day. And when I believe that God's going to, I'm going to actually see it. I ain't talking about just hear about it. I'm going to see it with my own eyes. I'm going to, because I'm going to pray. I'm going to fast. I'm going to seek the Lord. He says, seek me with your whole heart and you'll find me. Ask, it'll be given. Seek, you'll find. Knock, it'll be opened. God's not playing with us. Why are you knocking? Because I believe he'll open. Why are you seeking? Because I believe I'll find. Why are you asking? Because I believe he'll give it. Because God says what he means. His word says what he means. I believe in the Lord. What do you believe about him? I know what kind of world we live in. I know that 2020... You know what, 2020 has got 365 days just like every other year. It's been, however many of those are used up to this point, they've been rough. But every single day of 2020 has this scripture applied to it, Psalm 118, 24. This is the day. Why tell you, what was it, March 15th? Was that, was that the first Sunday we didn't have service? Was it March, March 15th, that right? Well, that day stunk. Still the day the Lord made. And it was either my, it was, well, it was either it was my choice to either be upset, go, why God? Or either just believe God's going to come through. You know why there's still a church here? Because we believed he'd come through. And guess what? We saw the goodness of God. We saw him keep us. We saw him take care of us. We saw him protect us. We saw him bring us through. And hey, every single day is the day that the Lord has made, even in 2020. And hey, who knows what 2021 is going to hold if we're still here, if God hadn't come and got us. But where our focus is will determine our response. Will we rejoice and be glad in it? Or will we turn our backs on God? I believe I'll wait on the Lord. Yes. I'm going to be content with the things that I have. I, godliness with contentment is great gain. I want to be content with what I've got because what I've got is God and God will always be enough. Yes. Now you can believe the news if you want to. You can believe the world. You can believe the media. You can believe social media. Boy, if, I hope nobody believes social media. Social media is, is just a clown show now. And you can believe all that and you're going to be stressed. You're going to have anxiety, fear, confusion, doubt, anger, bitterness. You will faint if that's what you believe and that's what you're looking at. If that's all you see, the only way you see this world is through that lens. 
Or you can say, I believe I'll wait on the Lord. He never failed me. He's never lost a battle. He's faithful and true. He's my God and I will not fear. Some trust in chariots and some in horses, but I'm going to remember the name of the Lord my God. I will lift up my eyes unto the hill from whence cometh my help. My help comes from the Lord who made the heavens and the earth. Let me tell you, when they were hungry in the wilderness, he gave them manna from heaven. And when we got into this wilderness, he gave us the bread of life that came down from heaven. I still got a name. The name of Jesus is a strong tower that the righteous can run into and be safe. I still got some bread, a bread of life. Oh, it don't run out. God's going to take care of his people. In John 16 and 33, before he left, he told his disciples the things I've spoken unto you, which kind of upset them, made them worried, made them a little fearful. He said, these things I've spoken unto you, that in me, I've spoken these things so that you, I've told you things that are going to get scary, things that are going to be tough, so that in me, you'll have peace. That when you see all this thing happening in the world, you'll look to me. That's why he told him in Matthew 24, when he says, when all these things start happening, when all these wars and rumors of wars and, and, and deceptions and, and things, famines and earthquakes and all these things are happening, he said, I, I said it so that you would have peace in me. I've told you so you would know to look to me, that you would seek me, pray to me, come to me. When things are shaking up in this world, it is simply Jesus trying to get us to look at him. He said, I said it so in me you would have peace. In the world, you're going to have tribulation, but be of good cheer. Cheer in the midst of tribulation. Cheer in the midst of trials and tests and uncertainty because our peace is in him. It's the peace of God that passes understanding. He said, I have overcome the world. Look at me. Look at the one who's victorious. Look at the one who's never lost. Look at the one who loves you the most. Look at him and expect him to come through. When the storms were all around Peter, he's sinking in the middle of the sea. You know what he did? He cried out and he looked for the hand. And Jesus brought him back up. Following God. Hey, listen. You know what? Following God does not, I'll just let you know, so because boy, people get deceived, especially when they newborn little converts, boy. Well, you go come to God, and you're gonna never have no more trouble ever. Serving God will not stop trouble; it won't stop it. But neither will trouble stop God. See how simple that is. Serving the Lord, it won't stop trouble. Come, but Job said, "Man, woo, he's born." A few days and full of trouble. But it don't stop God from giving you more than you ever had. It don't stop God from restoring and giving back and replacing and taking care. It doesn't stop God from being good. Oh, man, I'm going to tell you, I believe I'll just wait on the Lord. Well, you know, you can do this and do that. Yeah, you go ahead. I believe I'll stick with God. I'm just going to keep on trusting him and living for him and serving him. Trouble. It's going to come. 
You can be seeking Jesus. You can be walking with Jesus and get the worst news of your life. In Mark chapter 5, this, this story is one of my favorite stories in Scripture because it shows so many aspects of our walk, it, the principles of it. A man by the name of, of Jairus has a daughter who is sick at the point of death. And so he seeks the Lord. He leaves his home and, and he goes to find Jesus. He's on a mission to seek the Lord. And guess what? He finds him. Uh, we do the same. We seek him. We have an issue. We're seeking the Lord. We find him. And he says, I need you to come back with me. My daughter's at the point of death. I need you to pray for her and heal her. And he said, let's go. So they are walking together with the same idea in their head. Hey, we're going to see a miracle, except Jesus knows it's going to come a different way than Jairus does. They're both walking, thinking, whoo, you know, Jairus is happy. Jesus is coming. Jesus is coming. Here he comes. The Lord, he's happy because he knows he's about to do what he does. Both of them expect, you know, go see a miracle, but Jesus just knows the way that it's coming, and he just hadn't relayed that yet. And while they're in the middle of that wonderful, happy caravan home, here comes the news. And in verse 35, while Jesus is talking, here comes somebody from the ruler's house. And they said, your daughter's dead. Why are you going to trouble the master any further? Don't, tr- don't bother him no more. I've said this before, and I, I just have to say it again. I cannot say it. But if he's the master of everything, it's no trouble. I don't want to bother him with that. He's, Jesus got, he's got the world to look after. He's the master of it all. And if he's the master, it's no trouble at all. He can do it. But as soon as Jesus heard the word that was spoken, because he knows that even negative words can produce negative faith. And he says, as soon as he heard that word, he counteracted it. And he says, hey, be not afraid, only believe. Now, don't just believe that I'm here standing with you but believe you're going to see what's about to happen. The problem, listen, oh, this, guy, this was awful. She was, she was just sick. Now she's dead. It went from bad to way worse. And it, this seems like, what, what can I do? I, I came, I found you. You're actually walking with me. We're headed there. It, we can't be this close and not have an answer. You're going to have an answer. Don't be afraid. Only believe. The problem can never escalate above what Jesus can do because there ain't nothing that he can't do. The problem will never, ever, ever escalate above what Jesus can do. You had faith to seek him out, now have faith to see it through. Come on. If you had enough faith to seek him out, have the faith to see it through. There was a miracle coming. Jairus thought it would come one way. Jesus knew it would come another. Just like Mary and Martha. Oh, if you'd been here, my brother wouldn't have died. Didn't I tell you if you'd just believe, you'd see the glory of the Lord? Lazarus, come forth. And here he came. Now, sure, it would have probably saved a lot of stress and anxiety and heartache for his family, but, but Jesus had to prove something that day, that he is the resurrection and the life. And so he knew what he was going to do. Just keep on believing, not just believing in him, but that you will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. In Psalm 37 and 25, 
one of my favorite scriptures. I have been young. And I think it's because I identify with it more now. And, and now am old. Yet have I not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging for bread. No matter what shape the world is in, no matter what they are going through, I have never seen the righteous forsaken. Now, if they're not forsaken, that means they are never without hope. They are never without help. They are never without an answer. Yeah, if he's there with you, then you always got hope. You always got help. You've always got an answer. And God shall supply my need according to his riches and glory through Christ Jesus. You've always got a source of provision. And he said, I've never seen the righteous forsaken. But uh, let me repeat myself. I have seen him broken. I have seen him heartbroken. I have seen him sick. I have seen him unemployed. I have seen him despised and rejected. I have seen him in just about every situation except forsaken. You'll never see God's people forsaken. God will never turn his back on his children. God's going to come through. I don't know. Pastor, it seems like nothing's going my way. Hmm. There's a little thing I figured out and seen. I think the Lord showed it to me just to help me out years ago I was reading the story of Bartimaeus blind Bartimaeus of course he didn't leave this world blind I don't suppose but Bartimaeus was a blind man beggar heard that Jesus was coming cried out Jesus thou son of David have mercy on me just wouldn't shut up they couldn't quiet him down Lord what do you want me to do for you get my sight back and the Lord said "All right, man faith has made the whole and he's opens his eyes up, he's healed. And then he, Jesus tells Bartimaeus this, Mark 10 and 52. Jesus says, go your way, your faith has made the whole. Immediately he received his sight. Now listen, Jesus said, go thy way. And he followed Jesus in the way. Because once Jesus opened my eyes, his way became my way. I can see. Go your way. Which way are you going? <laughs> Wait a minute. Go your way. Which way are you going? I'm going while well, I'm following you. Once, once God opens your eyes, his ways become my ways. Now, if my way is his way, and he always gets his way, then I can never just say, well, things ain't going my way. Listen, all things work together for my good, right? All. He orders my steps in his word. The Bible says he has his way in the whirlwind and in the storm. So it might not always go the way I want it to go, but it will always go the way he wants it to go, and that will always work out for our good. Job said he knows the way that I take. You know, he knows it because it's the way he takes. And he said, when he's tried me, I'll be gold. That's the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Yeah. 
that I'm going to see God come through because his ways are my way. I know now his thoughts are above my thoughts and there are things on, on there's a level of thinking and understanding that I will never get. But as far as following him and obeying his word, his ways are my ways. So 2020, brother, come to the music. My friend, I told you I won't be long. Stand with me. So it might not always go the way we want, but it always goes the way he wants because he's in control of it all and all things work together for my good. 2020 has been a year like no other. Pandemic, quarantines, we've lost loved ones. Things have been canceled, rescheduled. Businesses have closed. People have lost jobs. There's anxiety. There's been depression, unrest. Unity is fragile at best. Now we have elections that are working on everybody's last nerve. And there's more to come. This year ain't over yet. You say, were you looking for the worst? I'm just waiting on the Lord. I know that this, that each day will be what it's going to be, but there is one aspect of it is the day that the Lord has made. I do know this wonderful truth that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Now, I know that some people are going to faint. But I'm just going to wait on the Lord. I believe I'll wait on God. While he's playing this morning, I want to just open the altars up for you to come pray. And in these last couple of months we have, rest of November, rest of December of this year, make your mind up that I'm not going to let the media, the news, family members, friends, tell me how I need to look at things. I'm just going to wait on the Lord. I'm going to trust God. I'm going to believe that I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Praise God.
Waymaker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are. Waymaker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are.
miracle work, promise keep light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are. We the miracle work, promise keep light in the darkness, my God, that is who of a voice of thanksgiving to him. Hallelujah. Aren't you thankful that God's going to come through? Aren't you thankful that the Lord loves you like he does this morning? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Let me tell you something. The Lord loves each and every one of us. Yeah, even you. The one that just said, I'm not so sure about me. Because you look and you measure yourself by people and their experiences. Stop doing that. It's not fair to you. It's not fair to them. I'll never be like that. Boy, it just looks like they just all the time worship and speak in tongues. Look how they just go and not, like nothing bothers them. And maybe they just don't tell you what bothers them. But, but don't do that because they didn't get there overnight. And so it's not fair for you to expect to be like anybody else. God's got his hand on you. God will bring you through. God will take care of you. God's going to make it happen. Don't you worry. But it's, you don't know what they've fought, what they've gone through to get to where they are. Everybody at their own pace. But everybody is part of the body. God's going to bless you too. God's going to use you too. God cares about you too. You may feel just small and insignificant. And well, I'm just... You can let the tiniest little screw drop out of something and it'll stop working. I didn't even know that thing was in there. Oh, but when it was, everything worked great, didn't it? Yeah. You, you just don't know the impact it makes when you're not around. So you don't give up. You don't quit. You just wait on the Lord. You trust him. Amen. Amen. Give him another hand clap and a shout. What a great God. Hallelujah. I appreciate you being in the house of the Lord today. All of our visitors, thank you for being with us. Let's give our visitors a hand. Thank you. Appreciate you. It was great meeting. New people always love meeting. New people always welcome. Prayer meeting tomorrow night at 7 o'clock. Let's have about 120 in prayer tomorrow night. Wouldn't it be awesome? Tell somebody about prayer meeting. Let's be here and have a great time with the Lord. Ladies, over 30, please head to the youth sanctuary to meet with Sister Donna. Sunday school teachers and assistants and all that good stuff go to my office thank you God bless you thank you brother Philip for the music today thank you guys I love you you're dismissed in Jesus name